Blog Talk Radio. Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk in the House. How y'all doing out there this wonderful Monday afternoon? Hope everybody's safe and you're doing quite well. Hey, we got a great show for you today. We got some information we're going to share with you. And, of course, whatever you want to bring to the table as well. We Hey, we can't wait to hear it. All right, so this is the show today. It's called Epic Fail. Because apparently there's some things going on that just didn't go right. There were some things going on that just didn't go right. And, um, you know, it has been changed. <laughs> but anyway, we get to talking about that here in a little bit. But I want to say once again, welcome to the show. I am your host, Mr. Talk. And if you want to call in and talk to me or email me or text me or however else you want to contact me, here's how you can do it. The first way is just call me at 
347-838-8622. Once again, that's 347-838-8622. You can also email me at ericletts, L-E-T-S, talk at gmail.com. Yeah, buddy. And let's see, what else? Oh, yeah. You can always hit me up on Instagram, too, at ericjackson201. Oh, uh, let's see. What else is another one? Twitter. You can get me at Twitter. Yeah, at Driven4. That's F-O-R Life 62. Those are the ways you can talk to me. And if you have any other ways of communicating with me during the show, before the show, or after the show, during the week, whatever, hit me up there, too. I'll be more than happy to communicate with you um, because that's what I do. <laughs> that's what I do. Um, but other than that, Welcome to the show, and feel free to call in if you want to have add anything to anything we're talking about, or you want to bring something to our attention, because, you know, no matter how much reading and researching and searching that I do, I can't catch it all. I can't. Uh, so that's why I love interacting with you, my callers and my listeners, because you educate me as much as I hopefully educate you. So... Feel free, man. Feel free. I won't bite your head off. I promise. Uh, I may, I just may say some crazy things to you, but I'm not going to bite your head off. <laughs> because this is a conversation. That's why the, call, the show is called Let's Talk. And that's what we do. We have conversations here. We have adult conversations here. And when I say adult conversations, I'm not talking about the nasty kind. I'm talking about those where we don't have to use all the profanity and calling folk out their name, so forth and so on, because that's not what we do. That's not what we do here. No, that's not the format that I have, and that's not the format that I'm going to have. I'm just going to go on and put it out there like that, okay? So I just want you aware. So if you call in and you have a tendency to say some things, you know, some words that, you know, hey, kind of curve it when you call in, okay? I'm not being too hard. I know some people have said I, I try and censor the internet, so forth and so on. Well, you call it what you want to, but I'm gonna tell you that's the way I talk. That's the way I like to be talked to. That's the way I talk to you, and it's only fair. It is. It's, it's only fair, and uh, being that is the case, that's what we're gonna do. That's how we're gonna handle this show. I don't know about any other shows, but that's how we're gonna do it here. All right. So, <laughs> all right. All right, I had to put that out there for some reason. I hadn't intended to, but, you know, it moved on my spirit. I had to say it. So there it is. It's out there. Silver, I see you, my brother. Welcome back. Glad to have you hanging out with me today. Because, you know, you always bring some great insight when you do um, decide to speak. All right, so with all that being said, y'all know what time it is now, right? We got to do the music, man. And it was hard trying to find some music today. I was like, man, what is it I want to play? You know, what 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 am I in the mood for? And well, you know, thought about what's going on and, and how things are going on. You know, we we stuck in the house and parents are homeschooling and oh wow, it's just a whole lot. And the song that came up to my mind came to my mind is Harold Melvin in the Blue Notes. Wake up everybody, because if you haven't woken up by now, then I don't know what's really going on with you. I really don't. Because after we finish with this show today, I, I'm going to introduce you to some things that, that is really, for some of you, it's going to be a surprise. For others, you're going to be like, yeah, I already knew that. 
Well, if you already knew it, that's that's cool. If you know it, that's cool. East Coast, what's up? You know, but if you already if you already know what I'm about to say today, that's good. That's good. I have no problems with that. Um, but for those that one that may not be aware of what's going on behind the scenes, beyond the 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 the, 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 the headlines, then you're in the right place. All right. So without further ado, man, let's go and get this music out the way, and we're gonna bring you, like I said before, Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes, and wake up, everybody! <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> Wake up! 
Way to go! All right, y'all. <laughs> Welcome back to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk. That was Harold, 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 Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. Oh, yeah. Wake up, everybody. That's what I'm talking about right there. Yeah. Hey, that was a nice, nice cut, you know. And that, that you can kind of relate that to everything that's going on in the world today, don't you think? I think so. You know, think about it. You know, everybody's homeschooling now. Kids at home. There's no schools that are open. And, you know, people are telework. What's it, what they call it? Tele, teleworking or whatever the heck they do. They're working from home. You know, when it's, you know, employees say, yeah, you couldn't do it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, hey, good song, good song, good song. Like I said before, that's that's something, you know, yeah, it, it, fits the, it fits the day and the time. All right, anyway, then once again, let me tell you how you can be a part of the show. You can call me at 347-838-8622. You can email me at ericletstalk at gmail.com. Uh, uh, I think that was, those are all the ways. You know, my mind is running kind of slow right now. Once again, but anyway, if I think of any other ways, y'all go ahead and hit me up because it's good. <laughs> it's good. I, I, I'm here. You're here. We all breathing. That's a good thing, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, no problem, East Coast. No problem, East Coast. All right. Once again, I want to say thank y'all for hanging out with me today. We had a very interesting show for you. And uh, we're going to start off with a bit of good news for some, bad news for others, depending on how you're looking at it, how you're thinking about it. But check this out. Check this out. Check this out. There will be no COVID-19 briefing today from the White House. Whoop, whoop, whoop. There will be no COVID briefing from the White House today. Are you really upset about that? Does that really, 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 really... <laughs> Does that really upset you? Huh? Does that really, really upset you? Uh, if you're like me, it doesn't because I well, let's really look at this thing. What were we really learning from these briefings? Huh? Let, let's 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 take a look at that. What were we really learning from this besides the first couple of days? after besides those days right there, what? That we have a narcissistic nut in in the White House, and once again, his 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 followers or his administration, they're not going to challenge him. And those that do challenge or, or or say something different from what he says, you know, are no longer allowed to attend the briefing. I mean, is that something new? Not really, right? Not really. As I said a couple of weeks ago. Only thing they were being used for, it started out informational. They did. They started out informational. But they turned into many, many, many M-I-N-I rallies for his base. That's who he decided to play to, his political base. So while the rest of us was trying, were trying, was trying to actually get some valuable information, we weren't. We're being played. We're being played. And 
add to the confusion and the chaos that that came along with all that is the different things that this president said. You know, and wow, I understand. I understand. You know, if you're coming up there, you're the president of the United States. You expect, uh, you know, you expect to have be given some sort of respect, you know, because you hold the highest office in the land. Okay, some would say, well, you hold the, um, you hold the, uh, you know, the highest office in the free world. Uh, they like to say, yeah, but at the same time, don't you feel you should give some respect as well? You know, that's the old saying: to get respect, you have to give respect, and we do know that. This individual in charge of this country, that's the last thing you're going to give. It is the last thing you're going to give. Now, let's also talk about some of the statements that this guy has made you know, during these briefings. And he wonders why he catches so much flat. Of course, the 24 hours, the 48 hours later, come up with some great excuse like this recent one about um, UV rays and the disinfectant, you know. Dr. Burke said, well, he was just musing things over. He was just thinking it through as he was talking. Yeah, that wasn't the time to do that, dude, because that 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 wasn't a good look. It wasn't. It, it was not a good look. I don't care how you say it. It wasn't a good look. And, you know, you go back to some of the other stuff, you know, um, what? Boasting about the, the ratings of the of the the, the 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 briefings themselves, you know, why do you want to boast about that? Because it's not supposed to be about the ratings. It's supposed to be about the American people, you know, reassuring them, helping them understand that everything's going to be out, and you're working as hard as you can. The country, the administration, whoever is working as hard as they can to get the country through. This this pandemic, but that's that's not what was received. That's not what was given. If anything, it made more people even more frightened. It frightened more people. It really did. Because all of the nonsense. <laughs> because all of the nonsense. And then to top it off, you get out there and you want to argue and squabble with the reporters. Why? They're doing their job. They are doing what they get paid to do. If you go a half a step to the left, yes, they go. They are going to troubleshoot you. That's what they do. They do. That, that, that I mean, that's what they get paid for, right? That what some of you do to me here on this show. You call in and you troubleshoot me, right? I know you do. It's okay. I, I welcome that. <laughs> but here's here's the thing. But I mean, if your your skin is so thin, it's so thin that you cannot handle it, then yeah, you, it, it's a good thing you canceled it. Or see, here here's the other crazy crazy about this administration right here, <clears throat> especially the head man in charge, because. What could have been done, you still could have had the briefing, just let the vice president and the doctors handle that. That's all you had to do. That's all you had to do. But no, because you cannot be the center of attraction and get the, all the glory and praise, then 
We're just going to cancel them, period. But what does that do? Once again, I'm asking the question, what does that do for the citizens of the United States? What does that do? It gives a lot of uneasy feelings. Now, the only ones that probably feel okay about it uh, is the base, the political base. And we already know, we've spoken about that base a whole lot of times. It doesn't really matter what is said or done. They're going to support their candidate. Fine, you can't knock them for that. That's what they do. No, that's what they believe in. That's that 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 is a part of the American way of life. That's the, one of the freedoms that you know um, has been guaranteed, right? <laughs> that is that that is what it's supposed to be. That is what it's supposed to be. But when you stand up there, you can't take criticism. You know that's not a good thing. That's not a good look. It is really not. Now I, I've gone back and listened to this thing about the the the, um, the virus, the virus statement, and um, <laughs> I, you know I'm listening, I'm listening, and I'm I'm trying to understand. You know, was he just throwing it out as an as a thought process he was going through? Was he throwing it out as an actual idea that possibly could, you know, come to fruition and be done? Now, we're not talking about the, 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 the UV thing, because we're going to talk a little bit about that um, in a little bit, because there's actually some research that's being done to see if that can be done. Eh, well, we'll talk about that in a little while. But on, on this disinfecting thing, ah. Uh, I personally, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even go there out loud. I wouldn't even go there out loud. Now, of course, what is being said is that um, his um, what's the guy? Bert, Burn, Bird, something. I'll get it right in a minute. But anyway, he um, he mentioned something about disinfectants and stuff before the president came out. So what happened was. He went ahead and decided to. Um, he decided he was gonna come out and, and, and you know use that, use that as a um, as one of his talking points. <laughs> well, it didn't go well. It, it really didn't. And if you look at at, at Doctor Burke, D I R X, you know the female doctor. If you was to actually sit there, Brian, that's the guy named William Brian. If you were to actually look at her face when he was asking her the questions, you can tell she was like, uh-uh, no, I, I can't believe he's saying this. That that wasn't supposed to come out. <laughs> yeah, that, that was not supposed to come out. But it did. It did. You know. And, you know, I don't know. Because you have to take this all the way back to February. You have to take this all the way back to December 2019. So it is not just something that has piled up. It is not something that 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 has just piled up all of a sudden. This has been a, a, a accumulation of things. 
<laughs> you know, this has been an accumulation of things that has uh, just snowballed into one big ball now. And let's not forget, this is an election year. So the more missteps or misspoken words that are said are, are being, you know, I'm not going to say blown out of proportion, but blown up even more by the opposition. Yeah. So there, there's a couple of ways you can look at this thing. But I, I'm going to play these clips. I'm going to play two clips here. And um, this is it's interesting. It really is. And we're going to talk about it. But we're going to start with, you know what, I think I'll just play one of them. Man. We're going to talk, because some of y'all ain't going to remember the other ones. So we're going we're gonna to talk about the disinfectant. We're going to play the ones about the disinfectant. All right, so it's only about a minute and 40 seconds. So here we go. I would like you to speak to the medical doctors to see if there's any way that you can apply light and heat to cure. And I say, maybe you can, maybe you can't. I'm not a doctor, but I'm like a person that has a good, you know what. Supposing we hit the body with a tremendous, uh, whether it's ultraviolet or just very powerful light. And I think you said that has him a check, but you're going to test it. And then I said, supposing you brought the light inside the body, which you can do either through the skin or uh, in some other way. And I think you said you're going to test that too. Sounds interesting. Right. And then I see the disinfectant where it knocks it out in a minute, one minute. And is there a way we can do something like that by injection inside or, or almost a cleaning? Because you see it gets on the lungs and it... There's a tremendous number of lungs, so it'd be interesting to check that. So that you're gonna have to use medical doctors with. But it sounds it sounds interesting to me. We're prepared and we're doing a great job with it and it will go away. Just stay calm. It will go away. I want every American to be prepared for the hard days that lie ahead. We're gonna go through a very tough two weeks. Because of all we've done, the risk to the American people remains very low. It's absolutely critical for the American people to follow the guidelines for the next 30 days. It's a matter of life and death, frankly. It's a matter of life and death. With the flu, on average, we lose from 26,000 to 78,000 people a year, even more than that in some, some cases, some years. We haven't lost anybody yet. If we can hold that down, as we're saying to 100,000, it's a horrible number. Maybe even less, but to 100,000. So we have between 100 and 200,000. Uh, we all together have done a very good job. The Democrat policy of open borders is a direct threat to the health and well-being of all Americans. Now, you see it with the coronavirus. You see it. You see it with the coronavirus. We must put politics aside. Stop the partisanship and unify together as one nation and one family. Now, the virus that we're talking about having to do, you know, a lot of people think that goes away in April with the heat, but they think uh, August could be July, could be longer than that. We're considering a national emergency declaration that would allow states and local governments to have the I don't think you'll need that because I really think we're, you know, extremely good shape. Today, I am officially declaring a national emergency. Two very big words. When you have 15 people, and the 15 within a couple of days is going to be down to close to zero, 
that's a pretty good job we've done. I've been watching them bring in trailer trucks, freezer trucks, they're freezer trucks, because they can't handle the bodies. There's so many of them. So we have done an incredible job. We're going to continue. It's going to disappear. One day it's like a miracle. It will disappear. People were saying, well, let's just ride it out. This is not to be ridden out, because then you would have been looking at potentially 2.2 million people or more. 2.2 million people in a relatively short period of time. The CDC said yesterday that they believe it's inevitable that the virus will spread in the United States, and it's not a question of if, but when. Do you agree with that assessment? Well, I don't think it's inevitable. It probably will. It possibly will. The modeling estimates that the peak in death rate is likely to hit in two weeks. So, I'll say it again. The peak, the highest point, of death rates. Remember this is likely to hit in two weeks. We will have tremendous rallies and uh, we're doing very well and we've done a fantastic job with respect to that subject on the virus. We have a big one in Tampa all sold out. We have over 100,000 requests for tickets but I think we'll probably not do it because people would say it's better to not do. Spoke to the White House doctor, terrific guy, talented guy. He said he sees no reason to do it. There's no symptoms, no anything. I also took the test last night, yeah. And I decided I should, based on the press conference yesterday, people were asking that I take the test. But anybody that needs a test can have a test. They're all set. So if your doctor doesn't think you need it, don't get the test. Don't get the test. I think it's very important. Not everybody should run out and get the test. Dr. Fauci said earlier this week that the lag in testing was, in fact, a failing. Do you take responsibility for that? And when can you guarantee that every single American who needs a test will be able to have a test? What's the date of that? Yeah, no, I don't take responsibility at all. We have now tested with the best test far more than anybody else. And when I say anybody else, I'm talking about other countries. No country is even close. Uh, late last night, I had a very good talk with President Xi, and we talked about mostly about the coronavirus. They're working really hard, and I think they're doing a very professional job. But I'm a little upset with China, I'll be honest with you, because as much as I, I like President Xi and as much as I respect the country, and they should have told us about this. UK basically has been, uh, it's got the border, it's got the very strong borders, and uh, they're, they're doing a very good job. They don't have very much infection at this point, and hopefully they'll keep it that way. All of a sudden, they went hard the other way because they started seeing things that weren't good. So they, they were, you know, put themselves in a little bit of a problem. Now, Boris tested positive, and I hear he's, I hope he's going to be fine. You know, a lot of people are staying here, and they're going to be doing their business here. They're going to be traveling here, and they'll be going to resorts here. Avoid gathering in groups of more than 10 people. Avoid discretionary travel and avoid eating and drinking at bars, restaurants, and public food courts. And 61% of the voters approve of Trump's handling of the coronavirus. Number one on Facebook. Did you know I was number one on Facebook? And I just found out I'm number one on Facebook. I thought that was very nice. And this is their new hoax. But you know, we did something that's been pretty amazing. We're 15 people in this massive country. And because of the fact that we went early, we went early. We could have had a lot more than that. I want to remind everyone here in our nation's capital, especially in Congress, that this is not the time for politics. Endless partisan investigations. Here we go again.
we have a situation with the virus. We've done a great job. Uh, the press won't give us credit for it. Uh, I say that you're a terrible reporter. That's what I say. I think it's a very nasty question, and I think it's a very bad signal that you're putting out to the American people. What do you say to Americans who are upset with you over the way you downplayed this crisis over the last couple of months? Uh, we have it very much under control in this country. The coronavirus is very much under control in the USA. It's going to disappear. It's like a miracle. It will disappear. Uh, March 4th, uh, we have a very small number of people in this country infected. March 10th. We're prepared. We're doing a great job with it. It will go away. Just stay calm. It will go away. What do you well, say to Americans who believe that you got this wrong? And I do want them to stay calm. This wrong. And I do want them to stay calm. And we are doing a great job. If you look at those individual statements, they're all true. Stay calm. Uh, it will go away. You know it. You know it is going away, and it will go away. And we're going to have a great victory. And it's people like you and CNN that say things like that. That. Uh, why people just don't want to listen to CNN anymore. You could ask a normal question. The statements I made are, I want to keep the country calm. I don't want panic in the country. I could cause panic much better than even you. I could do much. I would make you look like a minor league player. But you know what? I don't want to do that. I want to have our country be calm and strong and fight and win. And it will go away. And it is incredible, the job that all of these people are doing, putting them all together, the job that they're doing. I am very proud of the job they're doing, that Mike Pence is doing, that the task force has done, that Honeywell and Procter and & Gamble and Mike and all of these people have done. I'm very proud. It's, it's almost a miracle, and it is, the way it's all come together. And instead of asking a nasty, snarky question like that, you should ask a real question. And other than that, I'm going to go to somebody else. Please, go ahead, please. <laughs> as you can see, as you can see, those are the different different faces that um, we have faced as this pandemic has grown. Uh, you know, one minute is nonchalant, next minute is half serious, next minute is really serious because a, a reporter asked a question that he thinks was snarky and disrespectful. And who cares about your your ratings on Facebook, really? <laughs> You know, that's old teenagers, teenager-like. I mean, who cares? We we don't care about that, right? That's not something we care about. But those, those are just some of the things that have brought us to where we are now, to where right now we have no more uh, briefings as far as the, 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 the president of the United States and his team as of right now, because we all know everything can change, right? Uh, not to mention that he even picked a fight with governors, with the governors of the states. You know, he picking fights with them, and the governors don't believe it or not. The governors are really upset with with the with the federal government right now because the federal government, if see what's going on with with these, so we we got to go on into this thing. Okay, so the governors. You know, have taken it upon themselves to locate, find, and purchase masks and ventilators for their state, for their 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 people that is working in their state. But what's going on is the federal government, FEMA, is actually finding out about these 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 purchases, deals, or whatever you want to call them, and they're going and they're confiscating this equipment. 
not confiscating them and passing them out to, you know, the most needy, which at this point, I would think all the states need them, but they're taking them and putting them in federal storage. Yeah, federal storage. So how is that helping anybody? You know, how is that helping anyone, anyone at all? But that's what's going on. That, that's, that's, that is what's going on. So, yes, it's a good thing the briefings are stopped. You know, because I, I do believe there are going to be a whole lot more questions, and it's going to get real, really nasty. Now, let me go on and say this. <clears throat> now, I know majority of my listeners are very intelligent you know, uh, uh, logical thinking people. Okay, I, I know this from the conversations we've had. But don't go trying to put any uh, disinfectant or anything in your skin. Okay, don't don't do that, please, inside your body. That is not good. I know some of y'all out there laughing, but there have been reports of of actual these this thing these things happening. People are actually doing this. Okay, so don't do it, please. You need some UV rays or whatever, go stand in the sun. <laughs> okay, don't try to do it yourself. Please, don't, 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 don't try to do it yourself. All right. <clears throat> now, you know, it's interesting, and this is something we talk about all the time as far as social media and, and, and how quickly things can just pop up. Now, before, before, the president mentioned anything about UV rays or what have you. You didn't see anything like this on on on, on the UV rays as being the cure for this virus. You didn't see anything on, on any news sites or websites or publications saying anything in relation to this the pandemic. But now that's all you can find out there. And here's one: the new coronavirus is quickly destroyed by sunlight, according to new research announced by senior. U.S. official on Thursday, though the study has not yet been made public and awaits external evaluation, which means they haven't tested that theory. Okay, that's what that means. But for those that just want to read and don't try to figure out what that really means, yeah, they, they, they're working on it. They, they got it going on. William Bryan, yes, William Bryan, told reporters at the White House that government scientists have found ultraviolet rays had a potent impact on the pathogen. Our most striking observation to date is the powerful effect that solar light appears to have on killing the virus, both surfaces and in the air. (laughs) Temperatures and humidity, or both, is generally less favorable to the virus. Okay? Okay. a key question, however, would be what the intensity and wavelength of the UV light used and whether this accurately mimics natural light conditions in the summer. Okay, so there it is. That's that's this new study, uh, say, last Thursday. That's when this came out, last Thursday. Yeah, Brian concluded that summer-like conditions will create an environment where transmission can be decreased. He didn't say stop, but he just said decrease. Okay, so, (laughs) 
If you want to try, go stand in the sun, okay? I'll I, I tell you that. Go stand in the sun. But don't try and place any UV lights up under your skin and go stand under the light bulb with UV light because you may actually burn yourself and do more damage than good. But then again, then again. Let's see. Here's here's another interesting thing that they're not really stating. Uh, there's not. They are not really telling. What besides the government scientists? What many scientists are are, are finding out or uh, believe? I must say they they believe. And a lot of the articles and things I've read is that this virus. We may actually. The, whatever vaccine they come up with is, is not going to cure this 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 um, this virus. It's not going to happen. It's going to be like the flu. And, and I think Sism um, last week talked about this in a great way. You know, it, it's going to be like it's 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 a, a updated version of SARS. Okay, and basically what's going to happen is you're going to have to live with it like the flu. You know. They give you a shot. It may be the right shot. It may not be the right shot. And you're just going to go through through. You go through life. You know, you may get it, you may not. Now, they may have a better understanding how it works, and it may not be as damaging to the population as it is now. However, as of right now, you know, don't go doing nothing crazy, all right? Just just keep keep staying away from stuff. All right, if if you're that worried about it, you know, stay in your house. Put on your mask. Stay at home. Don't touch nothing. Don't touch anybody. All right? Wash your hands. Wash your butts. You know, cover your mouth when you cough. You know, simple things like that. Simple things like that. You know, because, it, and, and here's where I'm saying this, because if you listen to all these so-called experts, oh, man. It's it's fear two thousand percent right now, you know, because every day if you, you can find an article out there saying, well, you know, here's more symptoms of, of the corona COVID nineteen. I'd rather say COVID nineteen. All right, here's new symptoms. You know, you get balls on your feet. You know, <laughs> welcome back East Coast. You know, you get balls on your feet. Uh, you get a, a funny twist of hair on your chest. You know, you get a pimple on the top of your nose. I ain't. And that, if that's the case, then we all going to be in trouble. We're all in trouble. No, error testing, 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 testing. How you, are you going to test something that you don't have enough tests for? And, newsflash, the CDC in February, man. See, here's something they, they forgot to tell you. The CDC... Uh, in February, sent out COVID-19 tests that were tainted with the virus. Yeah, they were sent out in early February. So not only, <laughs> not only, not only did uh, um, the administration play this thing down, the CDC was sending out tests that were that already contained the virus. So of course, if anybody took that test. You know, it was going to be inconclusive and you're going to come back positive. But what they want to do, they want to blame China, right? That's right, East Coast. And plus, the tests are not 100%. They're not. 
<laughs> isn't, that, isn't that a wonderful thing? That, that, that is so freaking wonderful. I said freaking. So y'all want to say I cuss. All right. Now you have states that are beginning to slowly reopen their, their, their um, governments back up. And everybody is, is panicking. But I, I'm going to stay home. Well, you stay home, man. Enjoy your time at home. Enjoy your vacation. Hopefully, you, you're working from home, so you, you have that option. But what about those that do not have that option that actually need to get back to work? What about those individuals? You know, do you suggest they stay home, too, and, and, and be afraid to go out? Y'all know I've said this often, and I get a lot of flack for saying it. I'm going to say it again. You can't live in fear. When it's your time to die, it's your time to die. I, I, I truly believe that. Something we don't think about, but it's the truth. When is your time to go? It's your time to go. Beasley, I see you. So, and I, I'm saying all this just to say, look, look. Use caution with whatever your decision is because it's your decision. All right? If you want to stay in the house, stay in the house. If you want to go out and get some air, you know, go in the store, whatever, take precautions if, if that's the way you feel. But the bottom line is, and I say this every show, you know, don't stop living. Do not stop living. All right? <laughs> Because, yes, this thing is bad, but it's not as bad. I, I, I really personally say it's not as bad as 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 a lot. As, see, I'm going to keep beat up for this one. Look, a lot of these statistics say people are dying from this thing is in conjunction with a whole lot of other health issues, okay? Let me just put it that way. And part of the issue was the United States was not ready for anything on this level. That's a better way of putting it. And this is the result of not being prepared. Yep, that's it. (laughs) That's it. But it is what it is, right? We're going to get through it, though. We are going to get through it. We are. We get through everything else. Just like we're going to get through four years or eight years of, of, of President Trump. We're going to get through it. Then we'll be able to look back at We're going to look back and, and, and uh, uh, we're going to look back and, and laugh about it. Being say, don't stop living, but live with a sense of personal care. People are dying who never died before. Ha, ha, ha. Very funny. <laughs> yeah, very funny, Beasley. Very funny. All right. Anyway, so moving right along. I, I didn't plan on staying on there too long anyway um, because it's the same old, same old. We just ain't, we just, we're not going to have any, any more briefings, okay? Because the president does not like the way he has been treated by the reporters. And that's basically what it what what it's come to. Um, let's see, what else we got here? 
<laughs> Speaking of China, now, you know, it, it's amazing. And I, I when, it, when it started wanting to blame this, this factory in China, I, I, you know, it, it, it bothered me. Why all of a sudden they jumping on China? Why are they jumping on China? This is where it first started. He just said, love Trump. He's honest and will tell a fat lady woman she's fat. Okay. Anyway, well, there was a article in Politico, okay, um, last week. And apparently there's a memo, okay, authored by a top Republican strategist advising the GOP candidates to address the coronavirus crisis by aggressively attacking China. The memo includes advice on everything from how to tie Democratic candidates to the Chinese government to how to deal with accusations of racism. There are three main lines of assault, apparently, uh, under this memo. That China caused the virus by covering it up. That Democrats are soft on China. Now, we're going to go back to China and about being soft on China. We're going to go back to that because I got something else for you. But anyway, um, Democrats are soft on China and that Republicans will push for sanctions on China for its role in spreading this pandemic. Uh, the coronavirus was a Chinese hit and run followed by a cover-up that cost thousands of lives. The document all said to stay relentless, relentlessly on message. When asked whether the spread of the coronavirus is Trump's fault, candidates are advised to respond by pivoting to China. <laughs> Don't defend Trump other than the China travel ban. Attack China, the memo states. Uh, Republicans have indicated they plan to make China a centerpiece of the 2020 campaign, painting Joe Biden as cozy with the authoritarian country. Advisors to the president say polling shows China's China-focused attacks would be effective. Now, see, now, once again, once again, as I keep telling y'all, don't forget this is an election year. This is an election year. So instead of, you know, talking about what, you know, the American people and so forth and so on, they want to attack China. Beasley says all true. Yeah, Beasley, it's all true. But it's a half truth. Okay? But we'll get to that in a minute. Um, apparently this thing was authored by a political concerning for, consulting firm, of Brett O'Donnell, a veteran Republican strategist who has advised Secretary of State Mike Pompeo and Arkansas Senator Tom Cotton. The memo includes guidance on what Republican candidates can say when asked whether blaming China for the pandemic incites racism. And they're they're, um, told to respond, no one is blaming Chinese Americans. This is the fault of the Chinese Communist Party for covering up the, the virus and laying, lying about its danger. This could have this caused the pandemic, and they should be held accountable. No one has suffered more than the murderous Communist Chinese Party dictatorship than the people of China. We stand with them against their corrupt government that caused this pandemic. Okay, that's supposed to what this memo is, is supposed to be about. It's supposed to be 57 pages. 57 pages. 
All right. Now, it's interesting that they want to blame China. It really is. Being that um, we've given money to China as as recently as 2017. Yeah, as recently as 2017 to this to this lab. <laughs> you know that that's the interesting part. You know, but now you want to blame them for something, just for political. There's no evidence. There there is no evidence of this thing right now. There's none. You know, there there are no no evidence of it. But at the same time, that's what they're going with. That's what they're going with. However, <laughs> yeah, we're going to get to that too, Beasley. However, however, what's so interesting about this, how how the Republican Party, if you notice, they, the, 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 the memo said, do not, do not, okay, <laughs> defend Trump, okay? Do not defend Trump. Attack China. Now, I don't know how many of y'all caught that, but yeah, that's what it said. Do not defend Trump. Because I'm I'm assuming, you know, the realization has set in that there's no defending this guy. The more you try to defend him, the more he screws it up. So let's move away from defending him. Let's blame China. Let's keep the focus on China. The, and you know, it's interesting that it took them this long to figure this out, to figure it out. But it makes you kind of wonder as well. <clears throat> Excuse me. It makes you kind of wonder as well, doesn't it? You know, if this memo has come out saying don't defend Trump. No, attack China. You know, they they throw it all the blame on but kind of make you wonder if this was manufactured within uh, the 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 confines of our own little borders. I'm just throwing that out there. I mean, you have defended this guy through impeachment, his 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 uh, what is it? His his crappy uh, country's comment. His, his uh, uh, grandma the coochie comments. I mean, you supported this guy this, uh, through all this, but now he's here, election year, and you say don't defend him, attack China. Does that mean someone in the GOP is finally deciding to wake up, but they won't want to say that's what they're doing? So we have this opportunity, this thing that has all of a sudden presented itself that. Hopefully, take the onus off this knucklehead and lets us focus the American attention on something else. Okay. All right. And BZ, you're right. That's a good strategy. You know, for someone who cannot stay out of their own way, that's a great strategy. It took them this long to figure it out. It did. But wait a minute. Wait a minute. We got something else underlying here. How many of y'all know that in 2022, 
Trump has a loan that is that will mature or come due to the Chinese government, the Bank of China. <laughs> You're not hearing about that either, are we? No, we're not hearing about that. You know, um, Trump Tower in Manhattan, the 43-story 1290 Avenue of the America Skyscraper. Yeah. You know, he has an arrangement with the Bank of China and his impending due date in 2022. Nobody's mentioned that. You know, he, he got a loan from them in what? 20, 2020? Uh, 2013. Yeah, 2013. Let me catch up now. All right. Um, you know, and it's interesting because, you know, he has um, Chinese state owned companies are constructing two luxury Trump, Trump developments. In United Arab Emirates and Indonesia, <laughs> so he's tied to China himself. Yeah, that's why they say ah. Uh-uh. Jesus says Trump is not traditional president. Neither party embraced his platform. That is why he is a good choice between the two parties. Yeah, whatever. The debt stems from nine hundred and fifty million U.S. dollars refinancing deal in twenty thirteen to which the Bank of China chipped in $211 million. With the loan, Bank of China became the first in the nation to enter the U.S. securitization market. Yeah. So, it's amazing that the the, the attack is on, on China, the way he's trying to do it, but comes 2022, if he's reelected, Hey, that'd be interesting, right? That that really would be an interesting thing to see. Being that he's giving his money elsewhere, you know, he's gonna have to pay this loan back to to China. The same people that has granted his daughter, um, what is it, uh, um, trademark rights? You know, the son-in-law is doing deals. He's supposedly making this great trade deal, which really has it has no meat to it at this time. So, yeah, uh, you're right, Beast. All politicians are tied to something. You're right. He's, you know, he's not. Yeah, he is different, though. He is different, Beasley. He is. He, he is completely different. He, Beasley says that Trump is no different. Oh, yes, the heck he is. <laughs> he's totally different. Oh, but we, we're not going to get it. But here. Here, here's something else I, I, I wanted to mention. I meant I, I intended to say it last week, but I, I got you know beyond myself. Here's another thing that's interesting about this so-called <clears throat> race election that everybody's forgotten about. You know, there there is a sexual assault accusation out against Joe Biden, <clears throat> but Joe Biden is playing it smooth because he's not saying much of anything. It's like he's the invisible man. And being the invisible man, he's <laughs> he's getting more support than the one that's running his mouth 24-7 or tweet 24-7, however you want to look at it. Isn't that interesting, to say the least? But it, it, I find it quite interesting that, you know, no one is mentioning this sexual assault accusation against Joe Biden. 
Yeah, we know Joe Biden is touchy-feely. He's a touchy-feely. But the story with this girl is she had once, twice, at least two times, two times to bring these accusations out against Joe Biden before now. Well, she actually talked to police and investigators and said nothing. Now, all of a sudden, here we are. But no one's talking about it because we have other important things like COVID-19 going on, right? <laughs> yeah. Isn't it wonderful how this, how this whole scenario is playing out? Not to mention... You know, there's still that quote-unquote underlying idea of mailing in your your votes, your votes um, in November. That should be interesting as well. You know, being that the president wants the government to own the post office. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, this is, it. Can't, it, it doesn't get any better than this. Where, where we are now, April. May, June, July, August, September, October, November, seven, seven, six, seven months <coughs> for an election, give or take. Yeah, this is going to be interesting. Actually, fun to watch. It really is. It's going to be fun to watch. But honestly, I, 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 I kind of believe that. <laughs> Uh, this is just my my beliefs and my opinion. This this uh, pandemic has kind of helped Joe Biden in a way because Trump can't get out and do his big big bat, bat, bat you know name calling rallies and what have you. You know which is good for Biden because believe it or not, and you you don't have to admit it, but hey, those rallies is what really. Um, push Trump base to get all hyped, you know. They are. Basically, I tell you, <clears throat> there's the, you know nothing like calling somebody else a name and making it funny, <coughs> you know. And we know Joe Biden not gonna do that because now Joe may cuss him out, <laughs> which will be interesting in itself. But other than that, you know. This this has to be one of the most the, the quietest presidential races we've ever seen in a long time. If that was the purpose of the afternoon briefings by the president, it really was, and it, it wasn't a bad strategy. It, it it really wasn't because he had that platform. That was the platform he had, and he was using it. He just wouldn't shut up long enough for it to be effective, to where it became an epic fail. Yeah, <laughs> it really did. All right, y'all, I got to take a break. I got to go take uh, <clears throat> some medicine here real fast. But we're going to leave y'all with some, some good music going on until I come right back. Then we're going to move on to something else. I don't know. We may continue on there. Hey, you know what? When I come back, you want to talk to me, call me, 347-838-8622. See y'all in about four minutes.
welcome back to the show. I am your host, Mr. Talk, and you're listening to Let's Talk on Block Talk Radio. And yeah, buddy, yeah, we're talking about Trump and all them other folks. <laughs> and Biden and his sexual assault uh, accusations against him. Because that's all you can call them right now, accusations. And of course, we do know that hey, Biden is a touchy-feely type of person. But do, then again, we do know uh, Trump is a grabby, a grabby type of person. So <clears throat> it's, an, it's, it's <laughs> you know, it, it's kind of a a, a wash, I guess you could say. Stalemate, that's the word I'm looking for. It's a, it's a stalemate between the two of them. So let's move on to something else. <laughs> I know. I know the ladies didn't find that one funny, but anyway. All right, so as of right now, the United States has 980,008 confirmed cases. Today they added 14,066 cases. Yesterday they added 26,889. Deaths are 55,637. Today they added 754 deaths. Yesterday it was 1,094. So, Globally, 3,020,117 uh, confirmed cases and 209,799 deaths. That's of today, as of right now, from, from the numbers I have. That's where we are with the, the um, COVID-19. Okay? Yeah. Those are a lot of numbers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those are a lot of numbers. Yeah. Mm. But mm, it's interesting. Yeah, it's really interesting. But it shall be what it shall be. And you know what's so else interesting? This how, you know, uh, now, you know, maybe in the beginning it was more about, you know, the health of the American uh, the citizens. But now it's more about let's get back to work, let's get the economy going. There are actually oil tankers sitting off the coast of California right now that's there just to hold oil because there's nowhere to store oil anymore. All the, the, all the refineries stuff are full because nobody's moving, nobody's um, using oil. You know, the demand is very low right now. So what's happening is it's causing a backup, an overflow, as you can say. So a lot of the tankers that's coming in, you know, loaded with oil, they have no nothing to do with them because there's nobody buying the oil. Nobody has anywhere to put it. Thus, why you have low oil prices, low gas prices right now? A lot of individuals I know in the state of Texas, you know, they're coming, they're coming home from the oil fields right now because there's nothing they do. They they have to shut them down. They have to shut them down. Now, you know, you can look at it like, well, <clears throat> you know, everybody's happy about the, the gas prices going down. You know, yay. But then you have to look at the other side as, well, what about what about those individuals out there that's losing their jobs or being laid off? Now, there's a word they use, furloughed, laid off, um, yeah, those two words basically. But in a lot of instances, those words are going to turn into terminated. 
Because a lot of the companies, once the, the, the states open back up as fully as they can, you know, because there's a new uh, word, the new normal, under the new normal, they're not going to be able to take a lot of these individuals back because they're not going to have the money to pay them. Even with all this financial aid that's being given out, it's, it's not it's not going to be there, which is going to create more of an economic problem than what we're seeing right now, believe it or not. It is. Now, you know, a lot of a lot of people are saying, well, you know, we, we, we'll be all right. You know, once we open back up, everything get the flowing good, you know, within a couple of months, we, we'll be back to normal. No, that's not going to be the case. That, that is not, I mean, if you believe that, no. That's not, not going to be the case. Now, what's interesting, though, there's a new model at hand if companies and corporations want to utilize that. They can no longer use the excuse that we can't do this or we can't do that as far as people working at home, as far you know, so many work hours of the week, because that is what's happening now. So, yes, there's a new normal being formed. There's a new uh, type of work um, environment that's being formed or has formed that would actually, believe it or not, help a lot of companies with their overhead and save them money. But the question is, are they going to be bold enough to go ahead and continue with it? Hmm, it's a thought, huh? It's a thought. And the other thing is, are states ready to reopen? Do you think states are ready to reopen right now? You think it would it would be a wise move? <laughs> hey, I just got this this thing across my thing. So the state wide stay at home order by Governor Greg Abbott, which is Texas, issued last month with expired as scheduled at midnight on Thursday. But that doesn't mean all businesses will open at once. Retail stores, restaurants, movie theaters, malls, museums, and libraries, however, may reopen on Friday. Uh, but occupancy must be limited to no more than 25% of the co- of capacity, and interactive areas of museums must remain closed. Doctors, nurses, and dentists may return to work with few restrictions. Churches may expand capacity, and certain sports activities involving no more than four people, such as golf and tennis, are permissible. <laughs> Barbershops, hair salons, bars, and gyms, Aren't among the businesses they may reopen that may reopen Friday, but if the first phase goes well, they could be allowed to reopen in mid-May. Okay, all right. Yeah, so that's the state of Texas. Yeah, and he went on to say the most important goal of Phase One is protecting Texans who are 65 and older, who account for 75 percent of 75 percent of the state's death of state deaths okay so is that uh, uh, is that what the rest of the state should do huh is that what the rest of the state should do now what do you, what are y'all thoughts on that you know 
open them all up, require everybody to wear a mask. Of course, you know, some people are not going to wear a mask. <laughs> yeah. Some individuals are not going to put on any mask. But, once again, it's like the vaccination thing. If you have on your mask, they'll have on theirs, then you don't, you don't have to worry, right? That's the thought. <laughs> but what about Georgia? You know, Georgia opened up a lot. Hair salons. You know, it's interesting that they opened up things like hair salons, nail salons. You know, <laughs> you know I, I'm leaving that alone, though. I, I get beat up if I say something like that. I'm leaving that alone. But is it a good idea? Is it, is it time now? Is it time? Let certain individuals get back to work, get their economies open. Now, here's another interesting thing that a lot of the doctors, you know, and and professionals are saying, health professionals are saying, you have to be careful with this because what can happen is, being that everyone has not been tested or a lot of people that still may have the virus have not, you know, been tested, what have you, that this thing could flare up all over again all over again to where it's, it, it turns out to be even worse than what it is now. So should we take that risk? Should we actually take that risk and go and and, and live our lives to the fullest as possible? Or should we just be a little bit more cautious? Now, yeah, y'all, I, I'm, I'm not being hypocritical here. I said, you know, I'm not going to stop living, but, you know, God gave me common sense too. <laughs> you know, yeah. We did give me common sense. Not the spirit of fear. Yeah. He gave me he gave me common sense. I um <laughs> I'm gonna keep living though. I am. I'ma keep living. But in the big picture, in the big picture, um should the states go ahead and reopen the reopen as in phases like Texas, like Georgia, so for Georgia phases were a little bit more extreme than others. Um, who else opening? There's a lot of, you know, a lot of states are beginning to open parks and things like that, which I never found a problem with the park anyway, because I think, you know, park is an open space. You know, there's plenty of room to social distance. And I think that's the key. If everybody remains, you know, social, keep social distance in mind, it, it should be okay. But that's just me talking because. You know, that's just me talking. Let me bring this individual in here. Okay, area code 404. Welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Where you calling me from? What's good, Mr. Chalk? Hey, what's up, my brother? How are you? I'm going to remember the number. I'm doing, <laughs> I, I'm doing well. How are you? Good. I'm wonderful, man. I'm wonderful. Feeling great. Feeling great. So what great insights you have for me today? Well, I don't know if I have any great but, um, or should I say, however, <laughs> okay. Um, this has a lot more to do with the virus. This has this is way bigger than viruses. Uh huh. And I think that I think it's important for people to understand that. The two most important things that operate on this planet that are controlling mechanisms is, number Mm -hmm. one, 
language, and number two, fear. That rules the planet. And I think what we've seen transpire is that through the inception of this virus and as it has matured, through the media, we were put into a self-induced panic, meaning that, you know, once we started hearing about it and then all of a sudden they tell us it's global, then all of a sudden people are dying from it, and then all of a sudden you have to quarantine yourselves. But then at the same time that that's happening, you have to ask yourself, and I had to ask myself this question. They said, well, you have symptoms, and then they gave you what the symptoms are, right? Uh, the, you, you have a dry cough, you have a fever, um, and there were a couple of other things. Loss of they taste said, and smell. Yes, loss of taste and smell. Loss of two of your senses. Guess what the first thing they told us was? Stay at what home. What was that? Stay at <laughs> home. That's right. Now, here's the question that begs to be asked, because I had to ask myself this question. Wait a minute. So you're telling me if I have these symptoms and people are dying from it, you want me to stay at home? Mm. Shouldn't I be seeking <laughs> medical attention? Right. <laughs> but but they okay. told us That's just the opposite. Awesome. They told us just right. the opposite. They said, if you got all these symptoms and we got people dying in droves, don't come to the hospital. Hmm. Stay at home. Mm-hmm. I have never heard anything like that in my life. I've been on this planet for 59 years. I ain't never heard nothing like that. Now, <laughs> they talked about increasing the testing. I'm fast forwarding. They're increasing the mm-hmm. testing, right? And I'm in Georgia. And then I was watching the news right. this morning. But they're only testing you if you have the symptoms. Right, right. So if you don't have the symptoms, you don't get tested. But at the same time, they tell you you could be asymptomatic, meaning that you don't show any symptoms, <laughs> but you may have the virus. <laughs> so what are we, I mean, and I know why you're laughing, because when you think about it, it's like, damn, what the hell are we talking about? Because you got me confused now. <laughs> if I don't have the symptoms, then I can't get tested. <clears throat> if I have the symptoms, stay my ass at home, which means that if it gets worse, now I got to come to the hospital. <laughs> right. <laughs> now, if, 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 if it's full blown, by the time I get to the hospital, Y'all don't even know how to treat it. Treat it, right. I'm I'm stuck. <laughs> it's, it's like you're damned if you do, do and you're damned if you don't. 
And while all this is going on, and while all this is going on, I'm being fed mm-hmm. statistics from all over mm-hmm. the world about how many people mm-hmm. are dying from this right. very thing. So now right. I'm conflicted, just as a person. Mm. If I'm thinking, I'm conflicted now because it's like now, oh hell, what do I do? Okay, I. I I can't taste anything. I can't smell anything. I got a dry cough. Uh, Mm -hmm. I got a fever. Okay, I got to stay at home. Right. Stay at home and do what? And do what? What? (laughs) Take take some Tylenol, dude. All right, let me take some Tylenol. You know, I had a great response for that, but I'm about to say yeah, and I'm just saying, though, but what I'm pointing out is the obvious that we're missing. Mm. And I'm not saying that people are not dying from this. I'm just saying mm-hmm. that what they did was they opened the Pandora's box for everybody to go into and then just fall into whatever group you want to fall into. Well, I'm staying at home. And then yeah. another, another group is like, man, forget this. I'm going outside. <laughs> right. And then, like you were alluding to earlier while I was listening, it's like, I'm in Georgia. It's like, okay, well, we're going to open up the hair salons. We're going to open up the gyms. We're going to open up the restaurants. And then I was hearing the restaurant owners saying, well, we're going to only have six customers at a time. And we're going to practice social distancing. And it's like, Mm -hmm. how can you do business like that? Mm. How are people going to patronize what you're doing when Mm. only 10 people can be in the damn building at one time? And then they got to send, they got to sit 10 feet apart. And Mm -hmm. now, you got you got all the servers walking up to you and everybody working in the establishment dressed like they in the operating room. Hmm. I don't want yeah. I don't want to go out and I don't want to go out and eat and see that. You got on right. gloves, you got on a mask. It's like, oh well wait a minute. Because <laughs> normally be here. Yeah, you know? This is not looking good. And walking something like that, you look like, yeah, we're not eating here. <laughs> you know, so now this supposed to be doing exactly. I'm supposed to eat here now? No. <laughs> exactly. Because you're looking now like, man, this place must be contaminated. Right. Because if I'm in here and I ain't got gloves on and a mask and the people who work here do, something must hmm. be wrong. But then, here's the flip side to that. Say, I want to go out and eat at the restaurant. Mm -hmm. Same scenario. All the workers, everybody that works in the establishment, they gloved up, they masked up. I'm gloved up and masked up. Why am I even there? Mm. That kills Mm. the whole experience psychologically. Right. If I got to do all of that and the workers Mm -hmm. are doing all of that, that's, I I, I don't want to eat no food there. Right. 
And I think that a lot of times what happens, and this is the point that I'm getting to, when things like this are being done, especially on a global level, see, and I always tell people this, when the same thing is happening all around the world at the same time, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's a play. That's not It's a plan. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. It's a plan. That's because if it's going on here in Georgia and -hmm. it's going on in Texas and it's going on in California and it's going on in Europe, which I'm time zones away from. And it's going on in Australia, which is across a date line. Right. If it's happening (laughs) at the same time, how can it not be a plan? Hmm. It's, It's not that much coincidence in the world. I'm sorry. Have you ever heard of all the volcanoes on the planet erupting at exactly the same time. This is yeah, no. Just yeah, to give no. you an example. Have you right. ever heard of all the earthquake zones all over the world? There's an earthquake at the same time in Tokyo. And I'm just giving the mm-hmm. earthquake zones I know. In Tokyo, right. in Indonesia, in Haiti, in California. Have you ever heard of them all having earthquakes at the exact same time? No. no. It's just not possible. Mm. So let, let me ask you then. So what is the ultimate, what is the, what is the, the, the objective here? If, if this what's is the plan, the what is the objective? What's, yeah. what's the end game? Yeah. The end game is the restructuring of the world economy as we know it. Now, you alluded to something earlier before I got on, and you were talking about people having to work mm-hmm. from home. Right? Mm-hmm. I've been right. working from home. I've been I've been working from home for two years. So okay. this is a this has affected me financially. Meaning that in the type of work that I do from home, it's based on people being out and they're not out. So my my hours have been cut. They've actually been brought up now because Mm -hmm. things are starting to open back up. But that's what we're transitioning into is a Mm. work-at-home-based society. So ah, okay. going to going to a brick and mortar building, that's becoming obsolete. So everybody hmm. who's listening to this show, you got to get your computer game up. You got to get your technological game up. I got dual screen monitors. I man, I, I didn't create a freaking space station, and I didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> It just happened. It just happened organically because of the type of work I do. 
mm-hmm. because in the type of work I do, I have to use multiple applications, and I can't have them all on one screen. So I had to get two okay. arms. Then I had to get an articulating that. arm. If, if for people who don't mm-hmm. know what an articulating arm is, when you go into businesses or you go into an establishment, and you'll see monitors that work in unison, but you can move them around. They're connected together, but they're separate. I have mm-hmm. that. And then I have my laptop on the side to do other stuff, you know, in conjunction right. with my work. Mm-hmm. And that's where, that's where they're moving. Because guess what they did with the children once they shut down all the schools? They actually gave them equipment to take home. Now you can do your classes online. Yep, that's true. (laughs) And guess what's what's going to happen? And guess what's going to happen? A lot of parents are going to understand this and be like, oh, well, if we can do this, there's no need to be sending you back to school physically. Yeah, I heard a lot of parents say that already. Yeah, I've actually heard a lot of parents say that. There you have it. So this goes back to Aldo Huxley in the book that he wrote, Brave New World, back in 1936. He talked about the technocratic age, which is what we're in now. Now, the question begs to be asked, how did he know about that in 1936? Was he a prophet? No. No. Was he a visionary? Yes. But mm. the key element to the whole thing, he knew the plan. Mm. He knew, he, cause see, when things like this happen, uh-huh. they don't just pop up. They don't just pop up. You don't. And, well, and true. I want to. I just want to break off here just for a moment. I know I'm digressing. When you talk about China, uh, go ahead. Right. guess who was the first president who brokered a deal with China? Nixon. Mm, okay. Nixon. Ah. Okay, okay, okay. I'm with you now. That, I'm with you now. That yeah. goes back, That and you being ex-military, you'll be able to tie this in. That goes back to the Vietnam War. Mm-hmm. Okay, and what yeah. Nixon did was he struck a deal with China then. Now, let's fast forward to Clinton. What did he do? Now, people that are listening, follow what I'm saying. Clinton's from Arkansas. <laughs> the Walmart family is from Arkansas. Hmm. See the connection? Ah, okay. (laughs) China is the world's largest manufactured, they're the world's largest exporter of manufactured goods. Mm -hmm. Clinton brokered a deal with them, and then guess what? Walmart went through the Because 
most most of Walmart's merchandise. Mm-hmm. Is made in True. <laughs> and they, then, yeah, yeah, what, yeah. What, what what you were saying about uh, Trump? Please, he been in on that when he was doing Oprah back in the eighties. Come on. Yeah, I, I a, mean, I'm not doubting that. Of course, he he's a businessman. He's not a politician. Yeah, he's yeah. a businessman, and that's why he runs the Oval Office the way he does. Now, what people who are listening have to understand is is that there's a faction that is completely against Trump, and he tells you who they are. He calls out the media that when he gives you those little sound bites, fake news, this, that, this, that, he's actually telling you the truth. Now, he comes across very brash, very uh, nonsensical, and sometimes even Mm -hmm. sounds stupid, but the man is not Mm -hmm. stupid. He's really not. And he told you what was one of his biggest slogans before he got elected. Drain You're the right. swamp. Oh, drain the swamp. Yeah, that too. People, people didn't know what he was talking about when he said that. Yeah, but he brought the swamp with him. Half of it, <laughs> some of it. <laughs> now, what what are we doing right now? We're draining the swamp. Because in cold word, in cold word, what he was saying is the money is about to change. Okay, mm. how, how everything is done is about to change. So once I get in here, we don't drain we don't drain the swamp. The swamp, and this is all about the redistribution of wealth. Is what it's about. Money's mm. being moved okay. around. Coronavirus has been put on the forefront to distract people from what's really going on. Go back to 9-11. Look at all the stuff Mm -hmm. that happened as a result of 9-11 that we didn't even know happened because we were so caught up in, you know, the towers falling down, planes crashing into it. Oh, my God terrorism, we bought into all of that. But on the side, it was a whole bunch of other stuff. They run the same yeah, I think we, we had that conversation before. Huh? Right. Yeah, we did. And they, they run the mm-hmm. same playbook over and over. Right. All they do is right. they just change the players. But the game is still the same. Uh huh. <laughs> you can't even argue with that the point. Game, right there. Yeah, the game don't change. So I just want to hear mm-hmm. your thoughts on that. <laughs> there is no thoughts on that. I mean, you said it so eloquently. I mean, that that that, that those are great points right there. 
they, they really are. Now, the only part I would have disagree with you, but I, you know, and you you said something that was very interesting, and that was, you know, although Trump comes off, you know, in his brash, you know, and sometimes dumb acting way, um, he's very smart. And it's interesting you said that because I had that thought over the week. You know, I sat there and thought about it. You know, thinking about this disinfecting um, comedy made. I'm like, but what if? You know, this is just being done to keep the attention on him. You know what I mean? What if this, this is something that is thought out before he even comes out there? You know, so, I mean, there may be some justification to that. But it's kind of hard when you, when you sit there and you, you, you watch him. It's kind of hard to believe that sometimes. But I, I've said the same thing you've said, that this, this, he is a businessman, and that is why um, he runs the White House as he does. You know, every businessman wants someone that's loyal, you know, that's dedicated. You know, not necessarily yes men or yes women, but that's what he has now. Even in as far as the the total Republican Party itself, that's why it was. Uh, you know, I had to bring out the part about that memo where it said, "No longer don't defend Trump." In other words, don't worry about that. Let's just blame everything on China, you know, because that is what the American public is going to remember anyway, China. Why? Because China has always been classified as an enemy. Why? Because of that key word called communism. So, you know, it makes it easier to, to, to push that narrative than it is to defend Trump um, because most people are, are thinking, yeah, he's an idiot. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so what, but, what but you here's start the thing, Mr. Talk. Together, huh? Yeah. Here, here's the thing, Mr. Talk. That's the reason why I brought up mm-hmm. Nixon first. Right. The United States has been doing business with China since the seventies. Right. Exactly. It only it only it only blossomed. It blossomed under the Clinton administration, through Walmart. Mm-hmm. That's where Clinton was. Right. Because he funneled the whole operation through Walmart. Guess who's the biggest importer of manufactured goods? <laughs> Please don't say it's going to be Walmart. 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 <laughs> Mm-hmm. And like I told you before, guess who's the biggest exporter of manufactured goods <laughs> from China? China. 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 Okay. Gotcha. Now, who's getting the blame for the coronavirus? China. China. <laughs> now, China. let me add a caveat for you. Let me add a okay, caveat here we go. for you. When all this broke out Right, right This is the good part When all this broke out And the United States got hit they t- What did they tell us on the news? We were all watching We don't have enough PPEs We don't have enough respirators We don't have enough mm-hmm. masks mm-hmm. Who, manuf- who manufactures all that? In China <laughs> Boom. Oh. Yeah. There you have it. That's that's the game right there. Hmm. 
that's the game. Yeah. So yeah. if China is the one that is the the culprit of all this, now every country in the world is running out of supplies, and guess who they have to go to to get them? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. China. China. Yeah. You know what? So we, we have. We, 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 go I'm ahead. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. No, I, I was just sitting here thinking. Uh, I, I was just recalling, you know, some shows back a couple of years ago where we've had this same conversation, and you when it came out, you know, where you know we stressed. You know, they talk. They, you know, they want to dog China and do whatever, but China owns a whole lot of the United States, even though some of their holdings, you know, they have sold it, but they own a own a whole lot of United States. So, you know, once you put that together, and now we put this piece of the puzzle there, it, it makes a whole lot of sense. It really does, especially when you consider that China makes a whole lot of the equipment that the world needs now. You know. It, it makes a and whole before, lot of sense. Not, not to forget. Right. Not to forget. I'm sorry. Their involvement in Africa as well. See, people don't, don't even not even pay attention to that. Yeah. I was just about because to mention that's that. Because that's a whole. What, that's a whole what has thing. China divested into? The infrastructure. They're, right. They, and this this has been going on for 20 years. People right. aren't even up right. on that. This has been going on for 20 right. years. China has been in involved in the infrastructure in terms of building roads and industry in Africa. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. So once you start looking at this, it starts falling all it starts falling into place. <laughs> Excuse me, it starts falling into place. Uh, so wow. my whole point in saying all that, my whole point in saying all that this this is a money grab, man. This is the restructuring of wealth. And at the same time that they're restructuring the wealth, they're restructuring how people are going to live. you got to live differently now. As, as in the key word, the new normal? That's, you know, that's the new word now, the new which, normal. <laughs> which, which, which is an oxymoron. That's an oxymoron. Something can't be normal and be new at and the same new, time. Right. Okay. So that doesn't that's, even that's work. That's a new word, though. That's, yeah, but it that's don't a, work. Well, it's a catch. <laughs> what it is, Mr. Talk, is it's a catchphrase. And what they're exactly. telling you is the code word for new normal is what you thought was normal is now becoming new. And mm. now it's going to become normal for you. Mm. Woo. It's really not a it's not a new normal. We're just transferring the meaning for you linguistically. <laughs> We're telling you it's a new normal. Mm. But normal normal can never be new. However, True. new, new can become normal once hmm. you get used to it. 
Once you get used to it, yeah. Yeah, so that's a Jedi yeah. mind trick, is what that is. Ah. <laughs> wow. That's, that's a Jedi mind trick. Mm. They just backed hey. it up, switched it up. You know, that's that's like a parent telling, you know, his prostitutes, hey, look, here's what we need to do, and uh, here's what I need you to do, you need to do, you need to do. And they just sit there and go, okay, Dad. <laughs> and, then, and then they start right. doing it. It's just, it's, I, I mean, I hate to put it that way, because I know your listeners aren't ghetto fabulous like me. <laughs> but, you know, I always, I always have to relate things to the streets. You know, because if uh-huh. you ever watch the King and if you ever watch the movie The King in New York with uh, what's yeah. his name, Christopher Walken, he tells the dude, yeah. uh, yes, the streets never lie. The streets never lie. Right. That is he said politicians, that is government, they'll lie to you every day. But if hmm. you really want to know the truth, listen to the word on the street. On the street. Yeah. Yes. I re- oh, yeah. Lawrence Fishburne. And we have, and I know yeah. the, the show is getting close to closing, but what I just really want to tell people, and you have somebody in your chat room that made a very good comment. Uh, Pata, I don't know if uh-huh. I'm pronouncing that right, and forgive me if I'm right. pronouncing that incorrectly. Uh, she was making a comment, or he or she was making a comment about um, uh, doctors and nurses have been laid off and furloughed all over the country, you know, mm-hmm. pandemic. Uh, Aldo Huxley knows his people and their plans. And she was just basically commenting on the stuff that I was talking overburdening the medical system when the hospitals are empty. See, and then, and that's a good point. The medical, our multi-trillion dollar medical industry was exposed. Mm. Mm. They were yeah. completely exposed. No respirators. No PPEs, no, uh, uh, I, I think, the mask. That's like going to McDonald's and they don't have hamburgers. <laughs> right, right. That's, I mean, you can't put it any plainer than that. Yeah. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah. Can't put it any plainer than that. Go to, go to McDonald's and they tell you, oh, we're out of hamburgers today. What? Mm. You ain't got no hamburgers? Nah, we, man, we fresh out. But we got a whole bunch (laughs) of other stuff on the menu. Uh, Yeah. So now all that money that we see that was poured into the healthcare industry, we see that money's been jacked off. I don't want to hear about you guys not having basics. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, 
And then they're telling us, well, we weren't expecting this, so right. we, didn't ha- we didn't have enough supplies for this. What? <laughs> every time, every yeah, time somebody comes into your facility, they pay money. I don't care what plan mm. they're on. Mm. If they got a medical plan through their job, if they're a business and they're paying independently, if they don't have right. a medical plan and they're on Medicare, mm-hmm. that's paid for. Right. It's yeah. all paid for. Yeah. And you yeah. Didn't, and you don't run out of math. Okay. You know, right. and there's, there's reports that Medicare look and there's report that Medicare is paying hospitals a little extra for COVID nineteen diagnosis, you know. And a little extra for if they own on ventilators as well. But we got somebody else who want to get in on this conversation, so let me bring them in. All right, y'all, we got three three fifty eight. We going over. I, I decided we going over. So yeah, if you're not Go on the phone lines, get it. Three four seven eight three eight eight six two two. All right, we're gonna keep this conversation going. So let me bring this next caller in. All right, triple one, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Who you where you calling me from? Hello, Mister Talk. Well, hello, Maze. How are you? May just fine. I'm All just right. listening to the Trump. <laughs> I'm just listening to the Trump being drained. The Trump, it is being drained. America is going to be bankrupt if it's not already. Like I said, <laughs> everybody going to get fired. Everything going to get spent up, and then America going to be in bad shape. And they're using a virus for the purpose. And then you say you said that they had a memo out saying let's talk about China. How can you talk about China? Uh-huh. The person that's in office. Was had had ties, neckties that people wear with his name on it that was made in China. Yeah. And then again, all this stuff about these people working. Yeah. And they can't work because they have the virus or they sick, and then you ain't gonna have no meat, so you might well get ready to start uh, doing without just eat vegetables. Oh, I heard that today, Maze. And they closing I up. Heard shop. that today. I heard no, I didn't that hear this today. Oh, you heard it today. You were you were yeah. a month late. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said, for those that eat the pig, it'll be a good thing for people anyway to eat that pig because it's not good for them anyway. <laughs> I heard that today. Somebody had talked about that today. They said if you into that meat, they said you mm. better you know looking to be in a, a vegan or a vegetarian. Well, they you about can make to things shut all that down. Well, you can make things that yeah. make it taste just like meat, and you're not even eating meat. Well, whatever. I'm That's the shocking thing. You better meat. get a recipe and learn how to cook without meat. Look, find me some meat. <laughs> whatever. Excuse you me. Say what you want to. <laughs> I said, I'm finding me well, some meat. <laughs> well, you better. Oh, you better know somebody else. Well, they gotta kill all these chickens, and then they gotta kill all these hogs, and then they gotta kill a whole lot of stuff. I don't. I haven't got to the cows yet. <laughs> know what? Know what though, that's, what, that's why. That's why when you grow up and you, you go out to your great grandfather's farm and you watch him do certain things for situations like this. So if it ever comes in handy, you know what you're doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, you should. You should. Yeah. But these people walk around here blindly. It's just like I said, you turn the lights on off on them, they wouldn't know what to do. They got a freezer full of food and they just sit there and let it fall because they don't know what to do with it. Right. Wow. That's and it's very simple for them yeah. to cook it and use it. <laughs> but they don't know that. Yeah. They're so busy. And, and uh, but I'm t- this memo that you were saying is draining the swamp. 
swamp. I can't even say the word swamp. <laughs> it's being drained, okay? There's some poor people with the stock market dropping and all of that. They lost. They poorer than they were when they first got started, and they had big money. And a lot of them walk around here sad now. And the way they got the money is a good reason they lost it, which is mm. a good thing. So now you're going to see these places you know. transferring, changing names, and going like one bank might be named this, but by 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 September it's going to have a different name mm. and owned by somebody else. You're right. You're right. Those folks are the you ones that You know what made that was a very interesting observation there, because I don't think a lot of people really didn't even haven't even thought about it on that level. That, that's a, mm. that's a, that's some good thinking there, man. Yeah, so maybe it's not a virus, and maybe it's something that was put out there to make people believe it, uh, to harm people, and they got a cure, but it, it went the wrong way. It didn't happen the way they had planned. Uh huh. Right. Maybe that's what it is. Because <laughs> the last virus they had, it killed people too, and it was like, how did it go away? It just killed the many people they wanted dead, and then it. Mm. Well, let me let me add this to what yeah. you're saying, man. You remember when uh, they we went through this same thing. We went through the same thing with HIV. No, they went through with tuberculosis, AIDS. not HIV. Well, no, I'm saying, I'm saying from a okay. virus standpoint. Mm-hmm. Okay, because tuberculosis is not a virus. What was it? Uh, no, uh, tuberculosis. Mm-hmm. That that was an in, that was an inherent condition. That was, was something what? that's genetically transferred. Oh, no, I don't think so. Because they put people in camps, and they had to stay there for 30 days. And just like they, couldn't, to they couldn't figure out what it was. And you may they be right. What this is. You may be right uh-huh. about that. You may be right <laughs> yeah. about that. But let me, okay. to, to your point, we, we didn't they give us, uh, what was it? Uh, we had AIDS, which they said was a virus. Then we had Ebola, which they said was then we had SARS, which was a virus. Then we had MERS, uh-huh. which was a virus. Okay, right. and I'm leaving one out. What was the uh, other uh, one? Uh, Mad, the crack ca- Mad Cow that crack. Oprah was on. Mad Cow. Wasn't that Don't a virus? Don't get Ebola. Don't get Ebola. I said, I said Ebola. I said Ebola. Yeah, you oh, okay. got crack. Okay. <laughs> now, those were <laughs> those viruses that they put on deck, but they never, they were never classified as pandemic. Oh, okay. But they classified this one as pandemic. So now that just takes on a whole nother life of its own. Cause it's like, okay, we got to shut the world economy. The whole world. Everybody stay at home. But no, no, NPK is what I, but I hear these mad scientists saying that if you they got the test to see if you have it, and if you had it, everybody don't want to take the shot if they come up with a cure. So that means they're gonna to have to put them. When I heard this today, so they're gonna to have to put them in camp so they can so they can won't be around people. I'm like, this sounds like something they did a long time ago. So was this virus right. coming from them digging up some graves or doing something that? Because I'm watching them bury these people in New York supposedly in these big mass graves. I'm feeling like so they're burying them in the grave, not burning them up. So. That's all that they put them in. Say what? Somebody go mm-hmm. out there and dig when it up. They, Somebody go out there and start digging. Do they bring that virus back to surface? 
So it may be from, no. from the from no. the what you call them virus that they had. You know, they always want to dig up bones and do different things and all right. the stuff that scientists, right. mad scientists want to do. Right. So right. I think the mad scientists uh-huh. came up with something that they couldn't handle and it got out of hand. Well, viruses <laughs> can only live in a in a living organism. So once that mm-hmm. organism is no longer living, oh. the the virus yeah. is dead. Because and I was saying, like, what, what's strange to me? What's strange to me? You got Canada. Uh-huh. They ain't have people dying like flies. You got Mexico. They ain't have people dying like flies. And different places they're not dying like flies, but certain places they show that they're dying like flies. So what's wrong with those places that they're not dying like that? That they need all this medication like they do over here, and particularly in China. <laughs> but it's just kind of confusing to me if I'm paying attention. And then you, you, paying want, you, yeah, you are attention. paying attention, but I and think you answered your own question. I think Do you, you trust them? Your own question. Do you trust <laughs> the CDC and what they got to say? Hell no. And no. Dr. Kabuka, no. Dr. Kabuka or whatever his name is? No. I was so glad who? when he lost his who? voice, I didn't have to hear him no more. And then that lady with that scarf oh, around her oh. neck. Oh, Dr. Burke? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's an but, experiment but on, that went wrong. <laughs> It's an experiment yeah. that went wrong, <laughs> and it made a whole lot of rich people broke. Mm-hmm. That took them, got money, uh, okay. and I, like they say in the farmers, remember when the man, uh, Carl Ellison, was up here marching with the cow and, and, and trying to protest? Nobody was out there helping him. And now, look where the farmers are now. They're in the same shape mm-hmm. as you. Yeah. <laughs> but, 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 yeah, hold on, farmers, man. I got, farmers look at are it. messed up. The farmers are messed yeah. up. Uh, well, they were Hold messed on, up when they were being... I mean, they were oh. messed up before this even happened. So because they were not giving the other farmers nothing. No, they were yeah, not. They, they didn't give them. Yep, Claude Ellison, that's why he was complaining. So now look where the other ones at. Yeah. They hear them on TV crying every day now. Mm. But hold on, I got two and other farmers that want to come in. Oh, okay. Go ahead and finish real quick. Go ahead and finish real quick before I bring the other two callers in. All right. Uh, just to what Maze was saying, I know a farmer... Uh, I'm not sure where he's at, um, but he has a egg and milk operation, and he was trying to keep distributing his products, and he has a person that does the egg, a person that does the milks, and once they created the shutdown, they told him he can't do it anymore, so they're making him throw all of it away and if he mm-hmm. doesn't do it and they get caught he gets fined $250,000 yeah. dead yeah. if he keeps doing it that's all I wanted to add that's it yeah. you know that's like all the pictures you see of them emptying the milk tankers you know all that milk you know just dumping it out on the ground because they can't, they're not allowed to do anything else with it, you know, which is sad. <laughs> it really is. But, yeah, they don't have, oh, they don't have nobody to do it. Uh-huh. The people are sick or not going. Yeah. And that well, board, and that, that wall. Okay. Uh, let me bring Patrick and Miss Lady in. All right. Welcome to the show, Patrick, and welcome to the show, Miss Lady. Uh, we're going to start with Patrick. Go ahead, Patrick. You have the floor. Then, Miss Lady, you can go right ahead behind him, okay? Or if you don't want to let Good you go first, either. Good afternoon, everybody. Um, I wanted to say great show. 
I'm glad you extended it. Um, I think on a positive note, I'll start with a positive first. I think on a positive note, one of the things that I think our community and black people have been doing is we've been pretty good at sharing information. I mean, whether online, whether it's YouTube or Facebook or Twitter or whatever, I think we've, we're doing a good job in getting information out. Um, and, and, or, or this show, like this show and, and other shows. And so I'm surprised, but I'm glad to see that. I'm glad to see that, that information is coming out and people are sharing information and trying to inform each other. Um, I, I, I think at some point, you know, in all of this analysis, we, as a people, have to start getting to, okay, what do we do about it? And I think that's the next step in the conversation, the the, the overall conversation. It's like we know about the vaccines. We, we pretty much know what they're going to try to do for the most part, I think, at least with the, the, the information we have available. I just think the next step is, okay, Once you get the information, once you analyze the information, what are the next steps? What do we do about this? When they come and try to make these vaccines, you know, mandatory or try to force us to get these vaccines, what exactly should we be doing as a community for those who are dead set against taking this vaccine? Well, those who are going to take this home on. Because everybody don't take a flu shot. Everybody don't take a flu shot. Exactly. And it'll be just like but, that. Um, but I think they're going to try to push this a little bit more, make it more mandatory or something. But, yeah, but that was just an example. So so my, my my whole point was just I think the conversation needs to start taking a turn towards, okay, what what do we do specifically? And that, that was my point. And I, I'll, I'll let the oh. uh, Well, the point the is some people go. not. So the point is some, oh, it's Miss Lady, I forgot. What's going on? Hey, Miss Lady, are you there? Are you there, Miss um, Lady? Yeah. Uh huh. Go right here. Um, somebody mentioned tuberculosis. And I just wanted to say that um, TB is actually caused by bacteria. It's contagious. It's spread. It's airborne. Um. The bacteria called um, Mycobacterium tuberculosis, and so it, it has nothing to do with genetics. And you know, it's more prevalent in a lot of third world countries. Um, babies, children get vaccinated against it, but it's not always effective. But they vaccinate them because they're more likely to be around family and people that may have actually the disease. So it can provide some protection, but it's like kind of a weak protection. Um, so it, it has nothing to do with It's not a, a virus. It's a bacteria. And then secondly, um, I think people are really beginning to wake up that this is the United States Corporation um, and that uh, once you kind of shift your mind, you know, your thinking into understanding, you know, what Corporations are created for, and that is to make money. And it's not to make money for uh, the citizens; it's to make money for, you know, the people that own and control the corporations, the shareholders. 
And then thirdly, in terms of what do you do when there's a vaccine that's created and um, we are more than likely it's going to be a requirement to get it if you want to have a job or your children can go to school. Um, That's going to be an interesting thing to to just you know to do I mean to decide on what you're going to do because most people are going to need to work you know and and what's interesting is what kind of jobs will be will be available in ten to twenty years. Um, I would encourage people to check out Chris Hedges, H E D G E S. He's he's a wonderful, thoughtful um, man who's written. He's a journalist. He's um, very able for years covering the war. He's been in a lot of areas where there's been war and seen the devastation and the impact. He's also a seminarian and um, has taught in the prison system. He's very aware of racism, uh, the, the structures that have caused a lot of poverty, uh, racism, uh, uh all of that, all of the the social ills that you can think of, and he actually, it's on YouTube. He, it's about an hour and a half. He's interviewed. <clears throat> there are a group, a group in front of a group of people. Looks like they're in a bookstore, um, and there's a lot. And there's questions. And he his, he's written a book called Farewell America: The Farewell Tour. And that was about two years ago. And he has other clips on YouTube. As well, and basically, he alleges that we have one to two decades at the most. It's been so globalized and corporatized, and there's going to really be need some serious changes to benefit the citizens because it's 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 really descending into the a huge disparity. And wealth, and the country will not be able to sustain that. It will not be able to continue. He said, at the most, two decades. And that was two years ago, so that's 18 years, max. That's his belief. So that's pretty much all I have to say. Okay. Thank you, Miss Lady. I appreciate that. That was some. Insightful stuff there. Go ahead, May. Oh, as I was saying, when the tuberculosis epidemic came about, there was people dying just like they are now, and they came up with with a uh, cure. That's why they give it to the kids and stuff now. But every so many years, they do stuff like this. An epidemic come along, then they find a cure for mm. it, and everybody go on, you know. Mm. And then the corporations are people, so them people corporations has been put down some notches. So they got to build their wealth back up because they lost it. So that's what mm-hmm. I do. And then a lot of people walk around with this money that they're just throwing out like it's hotcakes everywhere. And all of a sudden they run out of, it, out of it. And I'm like, something strange about this. And they just give them money like it's no tomorrow. And then in phase one, two, three, and four, how many phases they got to go through before they figure out? That America don't have any money. They want to file bankruptcy next. Because you heard somebody tell the state to file bankrupt. Who was that? Mitch McConnell. 
and you live in one of the poorest states of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have to watch and see what they're saying. And then the gas prices right. is just the gas prices is just is just ridiculous. <laughs> if they would have listened a long time ago when somebody stopped that stem on that fracking and stuff had to go to court for it, they wouldn't be in the situation with they're in now. They don't have no place to put it. And not that because people not going and right. doing different stuff. They don't have no place. They got too much. So sorry. Right. And as they say, Putin fixed them up, America, with that. So gas is so cheap, it's like uh, they got to have it cheap so they can run out of it. They don't have no place to put it. If they would have left it where it was, it wouldn't be like it is now. Excuse me? It's not cheap out on the West Coast at all. Well, it's cheap. It's gone uh, down some, but it's not cheap. Well, yes, it's cheaper than normal. I mean, for what they can get for it. And if you had stock in it, you would know how cheap it is. <laughs> Unless you want to buy something with it. And you yeah. know they take what's, And they were talking about bringing Condoleezza them back. What's your gas prices like out there? Where? I am. Two. Mm-hmm. It depends on what kind of car you drive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it's still over $3. Just like three fifty on a, a three fifty. Three seventy a gallon. Well, no, that's they, not must be, that's, they must be gouging y'all. Oh, that's, that's, yeah, that's that's are, that's still up there. But then again, yeah, then again, the West Coast, you know, their 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 um, gas prices has always been higher than yeah. the norm. Premium is two two forty a gallon. Wow, so that's they must be gouging you where you live. <laughs> <laughs> oh, pre- yeah, because premium here is under. I know last time I looked at premium, it was a dollar eighty-one, and I'm sure it's gone down oh a little bit more. Oh my Yeah. I've never. I can't yeah. Gas gas prices uh-huh. are regional. Gas prices and, are regional. And then the one, right. I mean, like you run, like your house, you run the heat and stuff. You're like, to see your gas bill is like what well, day? You never seen it this no, cheap mine, before. Mine is how high. Everything's expensive. <laughs> you live in California. <laughs> that's, that's the that's the Gold Coast. Well, where they going? tell you that for a reason. That's, that's, there's a reason they tell you that. That's the Gold I've Coast. I've been on the beach. I've been on the beach. Man, <laughs> you, you got to hey, you got to pay to live in California. But I did so want to comment. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt anybody. But I did want to comment on what Patrick said in terms of what the solution is. The solution is this. Okay. You have to be self-sufficient, meaning you have to have a more agrarian lifestyle diet, meaning if you're eating meats, if, if your diet is heavy in meat, Okay, you're going to have some problems. If your diet, the way it's fixed, the way it's fixed, if your diet, like my diet, is heavy in vegetables and fish, and I cook, and that's on the low end of your grocery bill, even though they charge a high price now, vegetables, are through the roof. I mean, damn, you get a bag of potatoes, 
they telling you it's like five, six dollars. You go in and buy a bag of Lay's potato chips, a single bag. It's like two dollars. It's like, now what are y'all doing? But anyway, my point is, is that you have to get back to a more natural lifestyle in order to sustain yourself in what's going on today. Does it mean that you have to deprive yourself of the things that you like? You just have to eat those things incrementally. And you have to incorporate, and names will tell you about this. You know, you got to have your greens. You got to have your turnips. Uh-huh. You know, you got to have your, just the the basic stuff that supplements the meat that you want to have. And then on top of that, on top of that, you have to be more conscious of everything that you're doing. Because that's what we've been forced into with this quarantine. See, a lot of people are looking at the quarantine as a bad thing. But actually, there's a good side to it. Because it forced everybody to stay at home for those who did. Now they got to reflect on their own lives. Absolutely. Now they got to sit and okay. contemplate, okay, what do I need to get right in my life, man? What do I need to do different? And all these questions start coming up, whether a person is thinking about them or not. They start coming up. Because you're just sitting at home by yourself, even if you have family members, that you're quarantined with that are not infected, now all of y'all will look at each other like, man, what the hell are we going to do? Now we got to be creative. Can I say something? Sure. Oh, to help him out when he want to know what the black community is doing, some of them are starting their own gardens. They know how to plant and they know how to do vegetables and stuff like that. But people don't hear him, you don't hear him talking about it. They're planting from, I mean, like, Buckets, they can buckets if they like if they didn't do a saw. People still know how to do the things that they did to survive when they didn't have nothing. That's what the black community is going to start doing. Is it like the barbershop yep. closed, but you still can get your hair cut? Yep. Yeah. I've had my own clippers. I've had my Thank own you. clippers for five years. Mm-hmm. Five so years. a lot of men just took it and shaved their hair off. Because they yeah, can get I, to the bar. Oh. And they're going to be saving no, them $25 and going to get a haircut. See, I'm the same. I, I've had my clippers. I, I, I cut my own hair. So that's what and the community is doing. I don't know what those on the outside that don't know what the black community is doing to see what they're doing. If you're not around it, you don't know. They're doing a whole lot. They help each other out. You know, May, you. Maze, you said something earlier and that we, we've said on this show over the years. I mean, and that's about starting your own garden, you know, growing your own food. And, and oh, this is something we've talked about quite, quite regularly on the show. So now I guess now is, we're, we're at that point where, okay, what you going to do? You know, we've been talking about it, but now is the time. You know, now is the time. Yeah. Can we and, and I think, Mr. Sauce, Mays is an old school huh? goddess. 
That's the old major well, I, the old yeah, school yeah. It's just yeah, like I told you, you can learn how to I, you can learn how to cook food that tastes like meat is in it and if you don't even have to have meat. You need to do the recipes. Start looking them up See? now. See? And you'll help yourself That's out a whole lot of Man, you females, well, y'all when better be listening to When you be around old people, her. they can teach you a whole lot of stuff. But if you oh, ignore them, you won't learn. You need them. They, uh, they were talking about bread. This lady just went in because I got to go. They were discussing making bread. That's a making bread. Uh, you don't have to be looking for no bread. You can make your own bread. It's very simple and easy to do. Recipes out there. Some got three ingredients, some got a lot, depending on what kind of bread you want to make. That's an old school goddess. Yeah, that that, that's true. That's all way you got to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and like they say, don't let them get old school. Find a BB gun start doing like you do with kids. Mm-hmm. What did they uh, used to do? Start with birds and squirrels. And that's the way they used to eat. <laughs> yeah. And teach uh, people to have beautiful gardens. And they work together with three sisters and the mother and actually some nephews. And they have a big backyard and they grow their own. And their mother actually became a vegan years ago. Probably mm-hmm. 50 years ago. She was way ahead of. Of uh, a lot of the black vegan movement, so it's not new. No, it's not. But I'm saying that you can eat. I mean, no. I mean because the meat market is going to be closed, so you can go fishing, catch you some fish, whatever. There's a lot of things you can do. But but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. But see, what what we're talking about now is stuff that that we grew up doing. You know, that wasn't nothing for us to go out there at a pond or lake and, and throw a rod or stick in there right. with a string and, and, and grab, grab your fish, you know, or, you know, sit on the porch of grandma, snap peas, go out there and pick your own vegetables, what have you. Uh-huh. But we're in a different time now, see? And here's here's where where, where we, we're at. And, you know, something was mentioned earlier about what is the solution. And I thought about that. Yeah. But the question is not before we get to the solution, we have to identify what the enemy is. You know, we're looking outside. See what I'm saying? We're looking outside about, well, that's the enemy. But is that the true enemy or is the enemy ourselves? Is the enemy ourselves? Because we, we don't ourselves. want to do that kind of stuff anymore. I think, I, I think the enemy is ourselves. Point. And like I said, I think you that, a very, very good point. Like I said, they were, and like I said, a business are, are considered human. So what happened was you left the you left the grocery you went you left the uh, natural food and went to the grocery store and get it in a can and all that way. So if you had to go back to it, some people are gonna go crazy. But if you taught your family and your kids and people that you know how to survive like that, they don't have no problem. Right, right. And, and I think I think he brings up a very good point. And this is a point I was trying to make, not just the solution. It was the organization and the plan. So there's a lot of things uh-huh. that we can all think of that we could do. Well, we can think right. of a million things that we could do, but what is the organized way to actually do it? So we say, well, people have to start planting their own food, right? And then, like you said, the, these, the times have changed. People may not know how to do it. What, 
maybe, 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 maybe we as a people have to go to uh, whoever you know, wherever we can get organic seeds and say, hey, we'll buy from you Treated 
because they weren't given the same loans and money and stuff that the white farmers were. And I'm just thinking to myself, I'm looking at Southeast D.C., no grocery stores, black farmers protesting because the government is doing no wrong and they can't get rid of their produce. I'm like, what am I missing here? You just drove up to a place where people would buy all of your stuff and you drove right by them to go to downtown D.C. to protest. I'm like, wait a minute. Right? Like, so my whole point was it had, there has to be more planning, and I think that's where we all we fall down. We're good at getting information. We're good at spreading information. But when it comes to planning, because a plan includes resources, date, time, who's right. going to do what at what time and right. done when. Right. When right. A plan has all of that. Resource has a resource plan, yep. a budget, you know, where you're going to yep. get this stuff, when you're going to get it, who's going to be responsible for doing it, who's going to do this, mm-hmm. who's going to do that. There's names to it, right? The whole people accountable. Right. We're not really good at that as a people. We're good at yes, we getting the information, analyzing me... the information, talking about the information. But no. when it comes to putting the plan together, it just kind of it doesn't it doesn't come together. No, Can it's I not comment about, on what he just it's, said? It's not about Can a plan because a plan will bring you what you had in the beginning. Exactly. It's Can I comment on what he just said? Maze. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Let me let me. Let me chime in on what you said in relationship to what the brother mm-hmm. Patrick is talking about. Okay. You, you don't need a plan. This shit is in your DNA. Thank you. That's what, that's what Maze is trying to tell y'all. You are, you are already equipped. To plant, cultivate, produce food, substance for yourself. You already got it because there's somebody in your family that got it. Maze is just sitting there. She just, Maze is giving us the game. She just gave you the game. Okay, no, no. Listen, brother, Patrick, Patrick, listen. Listen to what I'm saying. The, the goddess, the goddess. No, is, I didn't give you the plan. The White House Garden gave you the plan. No, but they didn't no, want to look at me, it. Let me, okay. let me finish what I'm saying. She, she's, she's laying it out for you. This is not something you have to figure out. This is something that comes naturally, that has been distorted. Like May said, with grocery stores, with easy access, with fast food. So what it did was it took you completely away from scenario where they shut everything down. And now all of a sudden they're like, oh, well, damn, how am I going to eat? How am I going to get food? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? I can guarantee you, Maze never asked that question. Nope. Never. <laughs> Not too never water. None of that stuff. I, I can. I can <laughs> listen to me, Patrick, and that's why she laughed. Because when everything got shut down, when everything got shut down, she was like, "Man, that ain't gonna stop me from eating, and I'm gonna be eating good." And not only me, I ain't got a problem with it. Yeah. I ain't got a problem with it. 
So basically what she's saying is, is that this is inherent in you. This is a part of you. This is a part of your DNA. This is a part of your genetics. You just never tapped into it because you got used to the convenience of it being provided for you. So all right. I got to do is go Aunt Susan, uh, okay. or Uncle, Uncle John or somebody. They can help him out a whole lot. I, I give him some budgets and start him a garden so when he want to eat, he can go out there and do it. <laughs> I understand. I, understand. I, I was telling you. I got, got it. it. I got it. And so they're going to have to. They always talk about their Second Amendment rights. That's what the right going to be for them to find some food with the guns that they have, not to go and try to destroy something else. And, and, and May, <laughs> guess what I just did? I had some corn on the cob. You know, I get my groceries delivered now. I got some corn on the cob, and I didn't want to be biting on the corn on the cob. So, and you can relate to this. Guess what I did? I got my chef's knife out, and I just chopped the kernels off, sliced them off. Now I got corn. Now I got corn. Yeah, he need to go to YouTube and find out how to do stuff like this. That's what's going to help him out. Yeah, but, but, but <laughs> and we learn how to share. Huh? Yeah. Is that really but, but, the, the most efficient way is for everybody to fend for themselves and find out? No, you're not fending for yourself. Be, it's it's not right. about fending for yourself. Young people, That's young not what people, it's about. Young people that have eaten fast food all of their lives. Whatever they're probably have parents who have eaten now we're older, so we can say this because we can laugh about it and joke about it. But well, I'm gonna tell you, there I'm tell you like right? people don't know anything about this. Oh yes. And I do. they could use some help and some guidance, and that's all I'm saying. Oh, like if there was a plan it would help everybody out. <laughs> the plan is if you thought that when you if you were young and you had kids, you taught show them how to eat hot bread. You showed them eat all the things that you ate when you were growing up. No, just no, in no, case no. something happened like well, this, Mary, Mary, you wouldn't be in the first shot. Mary, Mary, there you Mary. go. I, I understand what you're saying, man. But I understand what you're saying. But as quote unquote technology advanced, we became quote unquote more educated. We moved away from those things. So, and well, no, we didn't. like like, but the maze. Would you listen? I know okay. you didn't. Okay. And I know interviews like me and, and some others haven't, Patrick haven't, Susan hasn't, but what I'm saying is this generation today, no, you know, if, if it's not if it's not ready made, basically, you know, they have they have no clue. But but you know, y'all did raise a good point. You know, I'm sure there are those in the family that can help them and show them, you know, what needs to be done. Yes. But then again, but here's here's the thing. If they don't ask for help, and the older generation, you know, are, are not, you know, in, in that position to, to actually get out there and show them, then who's going to help them? Where are they going to learn at? Now, I know you say YouTube and all that, but let's be honest. They, they, they have no idea, you know, even how to get started, even watching YouTube. It's easy. It looks easy on YouTube, but it's not as easy as it looks. <laughs> That's for sure. Because you because some of the places they live, you know, the, the grounds is not fertile enough to do that. But, you know, unfortunately, y'all, we're going to have to end this conversation right here. Maybe we'll pick up on it again yeah. um, next Monday. Uh, but this has been fun. It's been a long time since well, I've been over like this. Huh. Yeah, let me say yes, something. Yes, 
but people are using buckets. Well, they aren't even you know using what? the but ground. They're using the fertilizer in the bucket. Right. And they're like young people well, in their that, 20s. Yeah. Well, you know what, Mays? And did you know the interesting thing about that? You're right. And there's, I mean, I've seen a whole bunch of um, uh, things built, you know, built where you can, you know, do your grocery, I mean, raise your vegetables and stuff like that too (laughs) off the ground. But you you got to understand the generation that we're talking about right now. You know, that's different from when we were coming up compared to where we are now. No. I'm saying you know, I'm shocked. There's no New York that they're going. I'm saying the gardeners have come in, huh? But I was saying I was shocked to know that they're growing gardens on the top in New York City today. I mean, they got gardens, they got chickens, they got all this stuff they used to have, and this is today, not not like when we were growing up, but it's the same thing. May, May, May. It was you. You got to understand that was part of their DNA. That was uh 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 what what am I looking for? It was established by the older generation, and as the, the young, the young, the youngsters came up, they kept it going because they understood oh. and knew what to do. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. And yeah, so, that's what I'm talking you about know, when you going. look at this kind of thing, that's what you have to understand too. And you know, just like I was saying, I know you remember sitting on the, on on the porch with your great grandmother, your grandmother snapping them peas, and and she talking to you, or you having to go out there and field pick your own corn or your greens out the ground or what have you. I know you remember that. I mean, where I came from, they still do it. My home that I grew up in, they still do it. They never stop. Yeah. Right. So, but anyway, I got to say, I got to get up out of here. So, Maze, I want to give me your last words real quick. All right. Oh, as I was saying, eight years ago, they did not pay the White House Garden any attention. They tore it down when the new people came in, and the kids that was in D.C. were learning how to plant gardens and survive for themselves. So, if nobody believes it, go back and look at what they were doing with the White House Garden. And that's what it was for. And people didn't see it. And they missed the point. So if the guy that's talking now said he was in D.C., if he would have been paying attention when those kids was out there growing them garden, he would have been well off today of what, how to, and what to do and know how to start a garden. So with that, y'all have a good one. All right, Bates, you too. Thank you. It was good to hear your voice. All right, Patrick, you up. Go ahead. Uh, no, great conversation. Um, I think um, a bit more planning and organization can help around, you know, economics, entertainment, education, labor, law, politics, religion, sex, and war. Um, I, I think this is a time for, 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 for planners and strategic thinkers um, because it's going to hit. This is going to hit us in a, a number of different ways. So I appreciate the conversation. All right. Thank you. Thank you for hanging out with me. All right, EC, you up. Talk to me. You there? Are you there? Who, me? Me or EC? Yeah, you. EC. Great show. Great show. Always, always enjoy myself here. And, uh, you know, just want people to strive for better. Be better. Don't look for others to find solutions. Uh, know thyself, and therein lies everything. You can, and it's not about figuring this shit out on your own. That's not what it's about. It's about knowing, and that's why everybody was put into this global reset. It's a downtime. 
because the portal has been opened. Now you've been given the power to go do everything you want and you And if you don't take advantage of it, so be it. Peace and blessing. All right. <laughs> All right. Thank you, EC. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you for hanging out with me. It's been fun. All right, y'all. Hey, great ride today. I'll tell you, I'm not even. I'm all upset. I'm. I'm so ecstatic. I don't know what to do. You know, we we had a conversation, uh, intelligent, bright conversation with ideas, solutions, and everything. You know, the only thing is, we have to put it in motion. We have to put it in motion. All right, so we are gonna get up out of here. Uh, we'll be back next Monday. Hey, by chance you you wanna. Um, you like the show, what have you, don't forget to hit the follow button. If you're listening to the show and you're here with me, hit the follow button. Or you can email me at ericletstalk at gmail.com. Don't forget Instagram at ericjackson201. Twitter, driven for FRR Life 62. And, uh, yeah, those are all the ways you can hit me up during the week, you know, before the show, after the show, however you want to do it. Okay, so, but... That's gonna do it. Uh, just remember, keep living. You know, hey, we, you got the blueprint now. You got the the blueprint now. So make it happen. Make it happen. You, you search YouTube for everything else. So might as well go on and start learning how to do your garden. All right. Um. Well, ask your grandparents or your your uncles or somebody. Yeah, somebody knows how to do it in your family. All right, but we're going to get up out of here. Just remember, keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with open heart. Make sure you forgive yourself first. And the biggest best thing, learn to laugh at yourself. You can laugh at you. If you can laugh at yourself, everything else is just gravy. All right? So we're going to take you out of here with some Gladys Knight. Y'all heard Marvin's version, so let me give you Gladys' versions of I Heard It Through the Grapevine. Y'all have a great week. See you back here next Monday. I'm out. Mm, I bet you're wondering how I knew. Baby, 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 about your plans to make me blue With some other girl you knew before Between the two of us girls, you know I love you more It took me by surprise, I must say When I found out yesterday Don't you know that I heard it through the grapevine Not much longer would you be mine don't you know that I heard it through the grapevine? And I'm just about, just about, just about to lose my mind. Oh, yes, I am.
step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.